Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, Southern California, and welcome to this week's episode of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA. My name is Sergio. I'll be your host. My co-host, Mr. Ron Hobbs, the director of the Angler Chronicles Fishing Schools. Good morning, Ron. Hi, everybody. All right. And then let me go around here, uh, around the table here, and and just uh, bring in... See, you you have your own theme song, too. So, Mia is actually here. Mr. Tony Williams with Bite On Fishing. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, studio. Good morning, everyone. Nice to be back in studio. All right, you come in with a blaze of glory. You You like that? that? You like that? Okay. And then, okay, we've got a... This one's coming from, uh, I don't know, where six and a half, seven feet down. Okay. Mr. Earthworm himself, Andrew Mack from Max Fish Reports. Mack, you also have your own uh, your own theme song. It's called Wolf Totem by The Who. It is so bizarre, it made sense. All right, here it goes. Listen, listen, listen. It's going to get going here. Are you listening, uh, Earthworm? Earthworm. See, there you go. Anyway, good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And then our dear friend. And you know what? Steve has his own. He's got his own, too. Without further ado, the director of the Penn Fishing University, the fishing encyclopedia, as he's been referred to. And you know what? Most importantly, a dear friend to all of us, Mr. Steve Carson. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Sergio. Good morning, guys. How you doing? I'm doing awesome. Okay. So um, I did, you know, everybody knows I do have a theme song for Ron, but he has forbidden me to to hear it. Well, just remember that I can play something back. Oh, I have one for myself, too. I mean, it's pretty funny. And, okay. you know, everybody's got one. It's all good. And um, yeah. I like his theme song. It's yeah, good. I thought you would. Yeah. yeah. It was very popular. It was a number one for many years. Yeah, number one in whose mind? Just the world, okay. Because Shakira was pretty, uh, pretty famous. <laughs> Still is. But anyway, let me go um, around the table here. So, a uh, lot of stuff happened this week for Angler Chronicles. I mean, a lot. We were busy. We had Taco Tuesday. We had a seminar at SoCal Anglers. Uh, Andrew gave a seminar at KC Anglers. So we'll we'll talk about all that. But first, like we do every weekend, let's start with a good report. Earthworm, you're on. Oh, yeah, definitely. So we're going to start at something happened yesterday. I saw it. Well, <laughs> so we're going to start at Santa Ana River Lakes, 
And San Ana River Lakes kicked out the biggest trout of the season so far. Uh, actually, a friend of mine, Dennis Gonzalez, uh, he caught this fish. It was 17 pounds, 10 ounces. Wow. That is a huge trout. Huge trout. The biggest one before that was 16 and three quarters. Uh, this one uh, pretty much tops that one by uh, a pound, uh, just about a pound. Uh, and Dennis, I was talking to him actually last night. He sent me the picture pretty funny because he sent me the picture i go oh geez that's a nice trout so i started looking it up and 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 you know i sent him i go oh that guy that guy kind of looks like you i didn't put two and two together it was him and then he started laughing he goes you didn't recognize me i said i did but i'm like i didn't even know you were going fishing but anyway dennis shows up to santa and river lakes not two days early not one day early he shows up there at lunchtime on friday he gets there around 12 o'clock, you know, goes, walks down to a spot, talking to a few guys. So, oh, I'm going to catch a few fish, you know, and I show up here late, joking with the guys. They're laughing like, okay, yeah, the bite's slow. He ties up a double, a double rig drop shot, cast out, nothing, cast out again, nothing. His third cast, cast out again, nothing. Fourth cast, he gets hooked up, and it's this fish, <laughs> 17 pounds, 10 ounces, Gets it in the gets it in the net. Cannot believe how big it is. It's his personal best trout. Um, you know, again, this is the biggest trout caught in Southern California this year, along with being the biggest fish caught at Santa Ana River Lakes uh, this season as well. So that's a huge, huge trout. Congratulations! I mean, to seventeen him. pounds. That's a monster trout. Okay, for sure. Almost just shy of eighteen. It's it's. It's crazy because they they truly live up to their name at Santa Ana River Lakes, home of the superfish, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> huge I mean, good, good stuff. That's continued every week. They continue to stock fish of this caliber. Not so much seventeen pounds, but there's been twelve, thirteens, fourteens, fifteens caught every single week at Santa Ana. They well, continue to stock. Every let me ask so Steve a question here. Let me ask Steve a question. Steve, I mean, um, how 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 fast do trout actually grow? The ones that are actually stocked, do you know? Well, what they those the super trout, um, what they do is they have like a separate um, tank for them, and they basically feed them around the clock. Uh, lots of people have seen um, uh, your average fish hatchery where there's it's usually a machine on a timer, and maybe they feed them once a day. Uh, maybe they feed them twice a day, and it's amazing the fish learn to tell time. I'm not quite sure how that happens, but um, with the um, uh, with the big fish that are separately, you know, kept, they basically feed them around the clock. Those fish are just like little Pac-Mans, just woo 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 woo, eating everything they they can get. So they grow about twice as fast. So you can grow a trout that was 17 pounds probably in under three years, just by almost four. I mean, you can't really force feed them. But um, once they get into that feeding mode, and they know that here comes here comes a little pellet, pretty much any time I want one, mm-hmm. they're they're eating it. So, yeah, they grow pretty fast. And in the wild, it would take a number of years. Um, although, interestingly enough, in a few places, uh, like uh, you know, there's that canal down in New Zealand that we hear about every once in a while. They can pretty much swim around in it like little Pac-Man, just eating eating bugs and things like that all the time, and that's why they get so many big fish there. Mm-hmm. Plus, what's the name of that, that lake in Argentina that you poach, I mean fished at? 
You know, it's a yeah. I, I, it's a private lake, and there's two lakes there are in my family uh, properties, uh, La Leche and La Mano, the hand, and I don't know why they call it La Leche, which means milk. So I think they, they do that because it's right surrounded by the Andes, and the Andes are full of snow, so it looks like just a big, huge milk patch. Um, the water, you know, is only unfrozen for a month and a half, a year. And nobody fishes it except 20 of my cousins for two weeks, and that's it. So it, it really, there's some behemoth, and I mean behemoth, uh, rainbow trout up there with full tails. Okay, because you know, those things, I don't know, uh, nobody seems to know how they got there. We don't know if they're indigenous. I don't think so. Uh, but they're there, and they have them down south, too. And, you know, Argentina doesn't have programs where they stock stuff. So I have to assume that, um, that they're more native, you know. But they have full tails, and they will fight you like crazy. So, yeah. Well, if they're, if they're rainbow trout and they're in Argentina, that's, that, that means that, that um, they face, the, the mountains face east. They're not native. I mean, somewhere, whether it was... 50 years ago or 150 years ago, somebody planted them. But it would be interesting when you mention how cold that lake is and that it's only it's only open a part of the year. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting to see what the food source was because that's obviously, if it's that cold, it's not really going to be too conducive to bugs, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, something's got to be a food source for them to get that big. They, so, you know, in, in, in California lakes mm-hmm. that are very high, that are frozen for a good part of the year, the fish are small because there's just not that much food. Well, these fish are big. And, and let me tell you something. Um, so what it, what happens is <coughs> the main one, they has all these creeks, okay, that are feeding the lake. They're coming straight from the mountain, okay? And you have these creeks come by, I mean, in a foot of water, and you'll find trout in there as well. And it feeds the lake, okay? Um, when you go and you can see some really, it's really clear water, it's clean water, and you look at, I mean, you can you can drink that water without a problem. Um, and you see it, and you can see underwater a lot of vegetation. Uh, there's some structure. I mean, there there's there's definitely a very good ecosystem. Don't know what happens in the winter when it gets frozen. I don't know how long these trout have been there. If you say they grow slowly in the wild, think about it. I caught a 27 pounder. How long was how long did it take that fish to get that? that big in the wild um they there is some some type of a bait fish i saw them it's really small i didn't catch any but um they're really small about the size of half of an anchovy okay i don't i I don't want to tell you the chad because i don't know okay but um they were definitely chasing that Uh, in the summer i guess there is some bugs i'm sure there'd be some mosquitoes and flies and that kind of stuff uh, but that's only when it's unfrozen. It's frozen the rest of the year. I mean, you can literally jet ski on them. <laughs> I mean, a jet ski, uh, uh, ice skate on them. Okay, so uh, yeah, it's a, it's a tough conditions. But I'm, the reason I asked that question, seventeen ten. That's a big fish. I wonder. There really is no holdovers at Santa Ana River Lakes, right? Oh no. Um, no. no they they act. They they will. There is holdovers. I mean, they caught them during the catfish season, middle of the summer. Mm. Uh, these fish will go to the deeper water. I mean, it's probably 18 feet out there, I would imagine, uh, 18 feet in the middle. So they would be able to live. But how hot does the water get in the summer? I mean, you get a warm summer like we've had in the last few years. I mean, I can't imagine the trout 
you're, surviving. You'll, you'll, you'll get you'll get definitely get some some fish that are going to survive into the summer. I'm if it's only air quotes. You can't see the air quotes on radio. Mm-hmm. If it's only 18 feet deep or 20 feet deep at the deepest, uh, there I would be extremely skeptical that anything makes it all the way through the summer. Uh, back in the day at Irvine Lake, um, you know, which is quite a bit deeper than that, especially when the lake was full. Um, you would get a handful of fish that would make it all the way through, way in the deep water by the dam. And in years when the lake was a little bit lower, and uh, even the deepest spots were not as deeper, you had you had zero carryover, and that's and that's quite a bit deeper than eighteen or twenty feet. It mm-hmm. just you know so, some fish are going to live. That's true, but um, I I would just be <laughs> very hard pressed to to figure that one would make all the way through from. You know, they might make it all the way to maybe the early part of July when the lake got started to get really warm. Mm-hmm. And then through July and August and early September, uh, I I just can't see it. Okay. I'd, yeah. I'd like to see a picture of a trout caught in in the first week of August <laughs> in yeah. Santa Ana River Lake. I just can't, I can't believe it. All right. So, and then the reason is this. So, obviously, they are stocking some very big fish, all right, because it's not a fish that stayed around and survived, et cetera, et cetera. This is a fish that's been placed in there, which makes it cool. Like uh, you were saying, uh, Andrew, they keep putting in quality fish week <coughs> after week, and that's the key. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the key. All now, right. Sergio, uh, there's one other interesting thing I just want to throw out. It's all throwback. It's like, remember back in the day? But um, it, it's, uh, older anglers, Sergio, mm-hmm. uh, older anglers will remember when both Irvine Lake and Santa River Lakes had an absolute parade of giant catfish. I mean, they still catch a few there, and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And those, you know, in, in Irvine, those are mostly homegrown. Santa River Lakes, some of them are homegrown. But back when it was like giant fish after giant fish, and you could you could target them. In fact, I think you even did that one or two times. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Irvine with Danny when you were filming, uh, older Orange County residents will remember Lion Country Safari. Yeah. And yep. uh, they had a big lake there guarded by the best game wardens in the world, lions, <clears throat> that pre- prevented any poaching. And they had a population of gigantic old catfish uh, mm-hmm. that when they when they sold the property off and turned it into condos, um, Irvine Lake and Santa Ana River Lakes purchased those giant catfish, and that's what people were catching uh, during that period when when it was just raining giant catfish. Yeah. Now, listen, I remember Irvine Lake putting out some big boys. Okay, we had well, just big, big fish. Anyway, all right, so um, bringing it back, Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, that's two weeks in a row with some very, very big fish, some definitely highlights, and I know they're catching fish hand over foot on that one so uh earthworm that's good so let's move on to another lake yeah definitely another lake uh that's been kind of making the radar um hesperia lake hesperia lake actually this week just kicked out their biggest fish of the season that was 12 pounds mm-hmm. uh, an angler was uh soaking bait on stock day uh cast it out not very far but 15 feet and got bitten and it's well Found a trout, brought it in, and that was that's so far the biggest fish of the season too. Yeah, we so, actually, and- I actually featured it on uh, Angler Chronicles 
big, huge rainbow. Okay, well, hold on to that. That was 10 pounds, 12 ounces, by the way. All right, folks, everybody hang on tight. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA, Angler Chronicles. I can sleep when I lived alone, is there a ghost in my house? I could sleep, I could sleep, I could sleep, I could sleep, when I lived alone. Angels Radio, AM 830. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily Adventures, Lifelong Memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. This is Pat McDonald, and it's time for the Bart Hall Family Fishing Shows, the ultimate celebration of boating, fishing, international travel, and tackle booths, plus dozens of daily seminars by experts. It's a full day of family fun with the fabulous flying dogs, the Paul Bunyan lumberjack shows, and more. Kids get in free, kids fish free. Don't miss it. February 16th through the 19th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Feel the passion, share the passion. Presented by Progressive. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. What do you think, Tony? What do you think? That's good music, huh? Baby. Oh, yeah. That's a little Marvin Gaye. You got to have that in the morning. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up! Earthworm. Oh, yeah. All right. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLA, enjoying some very cool music. All right. So um, you were talking about, well, we, we covered Santa Ana River Lakes, and we also covered Hesperia. You know, we used to go to Hesperia all the time. Remember that, Tony? With uh, with Ronnie, we used to go yeah. there. Uh, we had a that lot. big barbecue, and uh, we used to. You, we caught on to something. We went, that was you, huge. me, and uh, and just him. Remember yeah. how many times we went over there just to? He just wanted to go fishing. I go, we can't find something closer than Hesperia. There was something giant that uh, remember. Yeah, it was burning the reel, burning it. Yeah, you, you and I. That was you, me. Uh, it was Lily and Josh. That's right. Yeah, we spent the, uh, the night. Um, we we tried to get some footage. And um, it was crazy. Josh hooked up on a fish 
that took him up and down and finally busted him. It must have been a big, huge carp. It had to be. Or, what, or a sturgeon, yeah. Probably a sturgeon. A sturgeon. Or a giant catfish. I don't know yeah. if that thing burned that real. At Asperia Lake, Lake in 2005, I think, or 2006, they actually stocked um, sturgeon, and one was over 200 pounds. Well, that could have been because uh, we fished it in, what, two... Mm-hmm. 10, 2010, 2011, it was around there. But anyway, let me, uh, before you go to any other lake, let me see if Brett is calling from Santa Clarita. I'm assuming this is Brett Edmonton, our dear friend from <laughs> Finn and Feather. Good morning, Brett. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I'm, I'm actually calling you today from Houston, Texas, if from, you can believe that. From Houston, Texas. Okay. You know the Dallas Cowboys didn't make it, neither did the Texans. Just just saying. Super Bowl is next week, and neither will you're not represented. I'm just saying. You know who did make it? <laughs> I won't say. I'm just, I'm just uh, you know, you know the undertone. Anyway, I apologize. <laughs> I've called the show in the last few weeks. It's been kind of nutty. I've been traveling, and uh, I don't know if you heard. I think Tony did. My father, unfortunately, passed away. Oh, we're sorry. So we've prepared some things, but... I'm ready to get back to the lake this weekend, let me tell you. Well, I mean, this weekend, like, not today, tomorrow, next weekend. Super Bowl following Sunday. Weekend. That's right. And following the, weekend. Okay, so the lake folks that we're talking about is Palmdale, Finn and Feather. And Angler Chronicles will be on location on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I know Sunday is Super Bowl, but we're going to film on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, an episode for Valley uh, Sports West, and really looking forward to it. We're going to try to do some fishing there out of the dock. We're going to try to get on a pontoon as well. And then, if you're fishing off sh- on the shore, wherever you are, we're going to try to go around the lake and get some footage. So when we come by, you know, we want to see some of your fish, hold them up. Um, uh, please um, do me a favor. You're going to show me some fish. Uh, don't pull them out of the water and then, like, run them in the sand and dirt because they don't look very good <laughs> okay so wash them off have them ready we'll interview you we want to hear what you think i mean we all love fin and feather but there's a lot of people in southern california they i've only heard about it they've never seen it so hopefully we can bring it uh to them through our show so they can see uh what a wonderful place this is it's, it's, it's magical in my opinion i'm not a trout fisherman every time i go there you, you limit out i mean it's crazy and I like to throw things. One of these days, I'm going to throw a Salas 7X, okay, in mint color and see what I get. Because uh, not only do you get a lot of fish, you get a lot of quality fish. So, um, Brett, I assume you'll be there for that weekend. Looking forward to seeing you there. Yeah, looking forward to seeing you there. And um, I heard we will be staying the night, so we'll be fishing two days there. And then we've been invited to Joe's Super Bowl party, so I think we might join you guys for the Super Bowl party as well. Okay, and so, yeah, we'll do some fishing. Uh, I know there's a stocking going on next week, so that'll be perfect uh, for the episode. And do you know how many pounds you've stocked so far, Brett? There's been, well, there was the initial stocking, which was about 18,000 pounds, and we've been stocking anywhere from three to maybe 4,000 pounds a week. So because of the longer season um, and more members there now, more members means more fish, which which is wonderful. We've been stocking on a weekly basis, so there should be plenty to go around. I think the fact that the water is now starting to get, you know, become a little bit less off color mm-hmm. to make the bite really start to move up. So 
adaptability is important. You know, you, you, what might work for you one week is going to be different the next week. So we're going to see. But there'll be there'll be some good fishing. Yeah, and I uh, my understanding some lightnings are coming in there as well. So it should be a lot of fun filming. I'm going to film with the entire crew. I mean, Ron and Tony and Andrew. Uh, ben will be there, and then John and myself. Um, um, I'd ask if you want to come up, uh, Steve, but that's a long way for you. Okay, that's a long way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'll uh, have fun. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll get this done, um, and just enjoy the friendship there too. So, folks, you know, Fin and Feather is a private club type lake. Um, reservoir, and um, you have to be a member in order to fish it, unless you know a member okay, that can bring you in. So, um, Brett, I know that for the first time there has some there, there is some availability in membership. Do you know how they go about it? Where do people go to uh, find out information about the membership and actually become a member? Yeah, that's a great question, Sergio. So the best thing to do is just Check it out because you can go to the website Palmdale Fin and Feather Club dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the best way to join is to go to the club. Come see us. We're off uh, the 14th Freeway at Avenue S in Palmdale. Come up there and see the girls in the office, and they'll go through the whole uh, routine with you and get you all signed up. Excellent. I think we might less than a hundred memberships now left. I'm sure might yeah. be less than fifty. Yeah, yeah, I heard it's it's uh, usually a waiting list. Something unique has happened, so take advantage before it's too late. You know, uh, all of us here are members. So is Andrew. So um, yeah, it, it really is worth it. And Andrew, you're the one that reaps the most benefit because you get to go a lot. Um, what's your assessment of Palmdale Fin and Feather as a fishing platform? Uh, fishing platform only comes with one word. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just it, so many options there. You have trout, you have catfish, you have bass, you have crappie, you have bluegill. I mean, the carp eat arrows. Like, what more can you ask for in a lake? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Brett, uh, do you know what the Palmdale Fin and Feather website is? Palmdalefinandfeatherclub.com.com. All right. Perfect. All right, Brett, listen, you're you're coming in and out uh, from Texas. Best of luck. Safe travels home, and we will see you next weekend. Thanks, gentlemen. We'll see you then. All right. Take care, Brett. That's Brett uh, coming in from Texas, but he represents uh, Palmdale Fin and Feather, and we thank him for the call. So, uh, Earthworm, do you have any update? I know that I have seen some photos on social media this week. Plenty of fish. Okay. Limits has not been an issue. I haven't seen any 17-pounders this week, but there are some big fish there as well, right? Yeah, exactly. I think the big fish of the season so far is just over 11 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, still giants. Every week they're stocking. I mean, except this week, they, they are not stocking. They did not stock this week, but they will stock next week. And what's They're, crazy is... I heard they were doubling they up because we're going to be filming. Exactly. So they didn't stock this week, but there's still a lot of anglers catching fish. There's over 30,000 pounds of fish in that water already. Mm-hmm. And again, next week it's coming, and they're bringing something special in next week, too. Something yellow. Something yeah. that swims. Lightning I'm not going to say it. Lightning, oh, lightning. lightning will strike. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, well, at least it's not as bad as the A-word. 
in salt water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they can stop albacore. That'd be a something. Oh, you said the word <laughs> punishment. Now you're okay. eight feet under. <laughs> all right, so now we have that takes care of fin and feather, and we want to remind everybody that Angler Chronicles, all of us. I mean, Tony's going to be there. Are you going to show up, Mia? Oh, I'll be there. Okay, be so there. Tony will be, be there with our, with with representing uh, Angler Chronicles and bite on fishing. Okay, which we don't go do any trout fishing without bite on, and you got to bring the dust. Okay, the fury. The fury. Okay. We're going to check fury. it out. All right, listen, I can hear the music. We're going to take a short break here. When we come back, we'll finish up uh, all the fresh water with the earthworm himself, Mr. Andrew Mack. And then uh, I want to talk a little bit of salt water, a little bit of all the events that have been going on, and what's coming in the future. Okay, folks, stay tuned. You're listening to Angels Radio, AM830 KLA. This is Angler Chronicles. Same old song. Just a drop of water in an endless sea All we do Crumbles to the ground though we refuse to see Angels Radio AME 30 Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Hi, it's Captain Dave Marciano here. I'm wicked excited to tell you about my new website, AngelicaSeafoods.com, where you can now order fresh local New England seafood shipped overnight right to your door. Go to AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio. AME 30. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Anger Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA, and I can see Tony Williams. 
too soon. Yeah, nice. Too soon. I was. Uh, no, I, I can't go that. Anyway, that was Mr. Stevie Wonder, definitely the legend himself. All right, um, it's all good. Um, like I said, we want to go uh, finish up some of this um, uh, freshwater world. And um, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to let Tony and uh, the Earthworm Andrew, I want to hear about Lake Elsinore because there's a lot that I have to share with everyone. So why don't you guys, um, or Tony, you live there. Give us, give me a little bit of a report, what's happening, what's going to happen, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Well, as far as fishing goes, I mean, we're just getting ready and geared up for this, uh, for our for the big event coming up. Which, so let's, which let's just call it. it. It's a 2023 Dream Extreme Fishing Derby. Yes, folks, it's going to happen this year. It will be how many days, Tony? Two-day event. Actually, two and a half, because everybody forgets Friday night. That's right. The Friday night's night. a big deal. You know, you come up uh, early, you get the captain's meeting, you get all your, you get to, you know, make sure you're already set to go for Saturday morning, and you can stay at the hotel. They sell a two-night package, so you can stay Friday night and Saturday night. Um, it's just simply unbelievable. So, Friday it starts, and then the full day Saturday, full day Sunday, and um, we'll keep going. What now else? That'll be at the Lake Elsinore Casino, right? Well, Lake, Elks, Lake Elsinore Casino is now or, or is the sponsor of this. Okay, they put it on. The city uh, really supports this program. They, they've, uh, I know, they put some financial, um, a lot of money in this. <laughs> okay. It's a very big so deal. So it's a big deal. And the biggest thing we need is water. And it's been raining. And it's been and raining. It's been so and good. it's it's right the the lake of the level the lake level is actually almost prime. At optimal levels. It's the at last optimal. time I heard was twelve thirty eight. That's uh, twelve thirty nine. Twelve thirty nine, the optimal is twelve forty That's folks. right. So And that's twelve hundred and forty, that's uh feet. Mm -hmm. So it's like above sea sea level. Right. That's how, that's how they gauge it. Mm -hmm. So that's just simply an amazing, amazing thing. And remember, there's going to be five five fish, right? We have the crappie, the catfish, the carp, the bass, and the wipers. They're finally big enough for people to catch. Yes. Yes, that's the one thing. Off. So uh, we're going to have a lot of, a lot of fun. And um, I'm, I'm sorry for the little ding, folks. I'm getting a lot, a lot of messages. lit up. Okay. But, uh, Tony, so... Um, let's start with the Dream Extreme. This will probably what, be 10th year, 9th, 10th, 12th. I don't even remember anymore. Uh, it's got to be about 10. I think it's 10. I, I think, think it's, it's the 10th 10. annual. We've done it for 10 years. So we're at 2020. We did yeah. take a break for uh, during COVID. During COVID, right. And That's then the right. second time we did a one day instead of two day. So we're back to a full two day. Um, the way this event happens, uh, you come up to the um, launch point. Okay, we were going to, Ron, we are going to broadcast live the show like we do every every year, live from right there at Launch Point, I think right at the Bobber. We'll set up, and as uh, people are coming in, they can wave, they can say hello, and mm -hmm. uh, we will be doing the show live from the lake. That's and always then, a fun live show. It is. That's it's great. a lot of fun because we get to see people there going into the, a lot it's of a little bit chilly for too. us, but yeah. we, we do it. Okay, and uh, a lot of people bring us some donuts, and we share some coffee with them. It's all good. So it starts there. Then they go out on the lake uh, till about was it uh, two o'clock? Ron, actually, what, what's your what's your deadline usually? It's usually uh, two o'clock. 
2 o'clock, and then they come and they see Ron and Tony and Andrew. And Ron, way station. Tell me about the way station. Okay, I was uh, doing something. I'm sorry. Oh, um, okay. No worries. We, uh, we set up our booth, and we uh, you know have the official way station there, and you bring them up here. Uh, we're asking everybody to make sure that the um, you get penalized uh, if you have a dead uh, bass. Mm-hmm. So they must be alive. We actually like you to re- return all the fish if you want to back to the lake. Except carp. Except for carp, you're more than welcome to use arrows. Like, like uh, Andrew says, they love to eat arrows. But not for the tournament. And not for the tournament. You can't, you, you can't shoot for the tournament. It all has to be uh, rod and but, reel. Um, right. you know, you just get them up there, get them out there, and uh, and the winner will be announced. Uh, you have two nights. You have a Saturday night, and then you have Sunday afternoon when the tournament's over. You have the overall winner. So Yeah, so you have a winner for each day, and then you have an overall winner. We do the big fish as well. Beautiful trophy given out for bragging rights. Um, there's a lot of money involved, a lot of, a lot of cash involved, a lot of prizes, and our tournament director this year will be once again, without further ado, William Johnson. Yeah, okay. he's he's going to put this thing together, and we look forward to uh, seeing what he has in store for us yet again. It's always been a big success. We uh, we always meet over back at the ho- at the um, casino. And it's uh, casino also has a hotel attached to it, so you can stay there. We actually stay there, and then we have dinner there, little reception every night, and the award ceremony. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, more details are to come. A lot of f- we're going to finalize this thing this week. I heard I've got to be at the casino this week to uh, finalize everything. And it will be filmed for an episode for Angler Chronicles on Valley Sports West. And let's see, what am I missing? Oh, let's. how about the dates, Tony? Why don't you give people the dates? All right. Well, this Dream Extreme is going to be May 19th to the 21st. So that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Right. So Saturday, Friday, there's the no fishing, but right. people come up, and we have dinner. And, and then, um, uh, Saturday, the 20th, and then Sunday, the 21st. Okay. And it's, you know, last year we had more father and son and uh and, we had and an women all, teams well Rhonda was a her Rhonda, Rhonda fished with the, Kim uh, she won the blind they even had a bucks. they even had a deckhand that's right Seth Mike no Mike oh Mike and uh, Mike Howell Kim. yeah Mike and Kim so Kim and Rhonda fished he was the deckhand I love it okay uh the year before that Rhonda fished with let's see uh William's wife and Susie so Susie, Christina, and Rhonda, and Seth was the um, the deckhand. So it was really cool. They they had really beautiful pontoon out in the water. And listen, if Rhonda can go out there and catch a fish, psh, it's easy. They do stock a lot of fish at Lake Elsinore. Uh, so uh, I heard there will be at least one or two stockings before the tournament. So oh, that's um, great. the wiper now, Steve, they should all be over eight, most of them over eighteen inches, right? Well, yeah, but uh, you know, don't keep them unless you really, really want them, and you're going to take them home and you're going to eat them. Don't just take them. Don't 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 just keep them to show them off. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you might want to keep them to bring them up to weigh and then release them back. I mean, that's something you want to do because there yeah, is all, all a. All it wa- takes in, it only takes one. Right. Right. So yeah, a lot of people have the wet bags for the for the bass, and then they just run them back down after they weigh them in. And of course, uh, Bite on Fishing will be supplying a lot of the 
um, mac baits and the cut baits, which is a pre-cut mackerel dipped in the bite on Cajun. Mm -hmm. And uh, so far, it's just going to be, I think everybody's looking forward forward to it. I'm already getting calls on it. In fact, one of the fathers that did, uh, Derek, he had called me and he said, I saw the episode and I saw my son. Thank you so much. That was the coolest day I've spent with him. And so it's a really neat family event. And, uh, And then, of course, there's the the fun tournament part where you get to win some money and the little bragging rights for every year. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I'd uh, tell everybody that's got access to a computer, just just go to Friends of Angler Chronicles. Danny Jackson just posted, now we'll be talking to him at 6 o'clock, but he just posted some beautiful shots, and he calls it Irvine Lake back in the day. Ooh. And I remember he's got some gorgeous pictures here. And that doesn't include all the bass. We used to go with Don... Um, Don Spencer. Don Spencer. Yeah. We did a, an episode with, uh, with Danny there, two episodes, and we... He he really showed me where the bass stocks were. We got some really good fish. In fact, you and I, another day, Tony, you and I took a boat. We went out there. I remember that day. That's when you caught that huge carp. It had to be 20 easy, 20-some, 20, 20 yeah. 25 pounds. That was a big, huge carp. Yeah, that was my I mean, I thought, I go, If this is a bass, it would have been, <laughs> you know, but it was hard to tell. You were using four-pound tests, so. Yeah. But anyway, um, excellent stuff. Thank you, Danny. So um, Lake's still producing, too. It's still producing, but let's bring it back to Lake Elsinore, okay? Because it is a very, very big event. The city supports this um, as far as the government really, really supports this. Launch Point is the focal point. Um, Launch Point, my understanding, over $20, $21 million to to create this uh, beautiful, beautiful area. And um, it's simply awesome, dude. It's just simply awesome. I highly recommend if you want to come out and really have a good time. We call it a derby because even though you are competing, it's such a friendly environment. And I don't think anybody, with the exception of maybe five, six teams, nobody Mm -hmm. even takes it seriously. I mean, they they just want to go out, catch some fish. They want to come and weigh in, see if they have the shot. But they're there for the fun of it. And that's what we tried to um, uh, to do here. We want to make sure it's fun, okay? Uh, you get a chance to fish with your kids. You get a chance to fish with your spouse. So you want to bring, we have all girl teams. We've got some kids teams. I mean, and again, here's the thing. Everybody fishes for what? Catfish, right? But Tony, wiper, bass, crappie. One crappie could win you some and big bucks. Last year, Ron, what were, do, you, do you remember what the the crappie? There was one. I think one crappie was brought by um, by, by Nick. Fit in the palm of your hand. It fit in the palm of your hand, and he won like fifteen hundred bucks for a little crappie. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you know, I always say you might as well do a little bit of strategy, strategy here. Everybody wants to go for the catfish. Yeah, but that's where you're going to have competition. If you can catch a bass that's legal, what's the, I think it's 12 inches, right, on the bass run? No, I think it's 12. I think at the lake, the lake, yes, they set their own. Yeah, so you can't bring one that's under 12 inches, and it has to be alive. So I highly recommend you have a water bag. I think um, in past years they've given a water bag out so you can bring your fish in water, okay? Or you just drive your boat right by us uh, where our booth is, and, you know, you have a live well, pop them out of the well, we weigh them, put them back, Get a, get the bass back in the water. Carp is the only one they really, really tell you to uh, 
um, to Not, this guard. Yeah, definitely. Okay. But anything else you want, you let it go. Now, I want to bring attention to what Steve said, okay, with, with the wipers. Um, yeah, they're going to be 18 inches, but still, that's a relatively small wiper with the speed of which they grow. So, come in there. We might just do, I wonder if there's any way, Ron, that we could keep, uh, once they start showing up, if we can communicate with everybody, maybe over radio or something, of what the biggest wiper is. That way, if they don't have a wiper that's actually that size, they well, but that's kind of hard because we have first, second, and third. So yeah. it, it's it's tough. You know, you're just going to have to bring it in and try to keep it alive. And hopefully you let them go. They, do they taste good? I, I hear they're really good. But uh, we'll try to let out. them go. Yeah. Try to let them go. All right. Um, in addition to Lake Elsinore and the Dream Extreme, which will be fantastic, okay, it's a great city to be in. In fact, uh, Tony, you live there now. It's one of my favorite cities. You don't get views like you do in Orange County. Orange County is nice, but one of the main attractions was the lake and the views. Uh, the people, it's really, it's a small town home feeling, but it's a growing city. It's probably the fastest growing city, I think, in the state. And uh, there's a lot of new homes, new construction. There's just a lot of stuff to do there, um, including the skydiving that we need to all get onto. Because I'd love to do at least one skydiving. Could you imagine all of us jumping out of a plane? No, I can't. <laughs> okay, Ron I'm says ahead. he's aboard. Oh, you guys go ahead. You know, you guys go ahead. I'll just watch him. Um, I'll be down um, below waiting for you. Hey, um, so uh, question here: You had a lot of rains. Something that happened a few years ago with the rains was that the mountains. The surrounding area was covered in poppy, that which is, by the way, the California poppy, which is the, Cal the state flower. Right. You guys expecting poppy gate? That was called the that was the super the super the super bloom. And yeah, but it was called poppy gate. Yeah, poppy was it poppy oh, gate. Poppy getting. Well, poppy getting. Poppy getting. Poppy getting. No, this year we're not going to have a poppy getting. Why not? Uh, it's not. It's. Um, the bees have already communicated to me that they're going to have some poppies. Not, it's not going to be anywhere near that. It, you might see a couple of poppies that are normal during the season, but it's not going to be anywhere like poppy getting. Now, I remember yeah, you and I ago. actually, we actually went, got out of our cars. That's right. And went to see them. It was just simply it was beautiful. Cool. All right, everybody. Hang on tight. Angler Chronicles, Angels Radio, Dream Extreme. It's all coming. All right. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi everybody, this is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. 
The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. Welcome back, everybody. You're on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLA. That's a little rock and roll. I like that. I was going to ask the Earthworm, but he would probably say it was the Beatles or something. That's Led Zeppelin, Earthworm. Okay. Do you know how they got their name? Andrew? Andrew? Did we lose Andrew? Yeah, sorry. Oh, there you are. Okay. Do you know how Led Zeppelin got their name? Um, they were friends with Elvis. Carson, do you know that story? Well, yeah, their uh, their first album was going to go over like a lead balloon. Some mm -hmm. some wag mentioned that, and uh, they just took it from there. Yep. In fact, Zeppelin is actually spelled different than Zeppelin. All right. In fact, they're and, and, and lead is spelled different than lead too. Correct. 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 <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's a great pun on words, and I love that they did that. And well, I guess that guy was wrong. Okay, very, very wrong. Okay, Led Zeppelin. All right, so uh, having said that... But, but Sergio, yeah. do you know what their original name was? No. Ooh, the New Yardbirds. Oh, the Yardbirds, that's right. That's, that's right. right, that's right, that's right. I couldn't come up with and it. And then the name came from... And then the Honey Drippers. Keith Moon. Huh? Two years later, the name came from Keith Moon. Keith Moon? Are you, Led Zeppelin. Do I have to Google this? You could, but it's all true. You know, you Ask realize Steve, you, 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 you got Steve Carson here. He, he'll he'll call you out Keith if you're wrong. Moon. I can't remember who it was that said that. I can certainly believe it was Keith Moon, but I can't remember. There you go. It's in the books now. Well, because now uh, it's real because we just broadcasted it. Thanks. Oh, uh, there you go. I know. <laughs> Do you that, know who Keith Moon was? He was one of the lead guitarists, right? No, he was the drummer. The drummer. Yeah. Yeah. He was brother. His I just brother was to make sure. His brother was Peter's son. <laughs> there you go. Okay, but I'm, I'm all right. Earthworm. <laughs> I know this conversation just went over your head. Well, everything's over your head. You're eight feet under now. Um, let me ask you a question, Andrew. We we, we just covered uh, Lake Elson. Is there anything that you would add? Because you go over there a lot. You like to fish the carp with arrows. I mean, it won't be allowed for the event. Okay, it has to be rod and reel. But uh, you want to add a? I'd like your to try boat fishing with with with. Earthworm. Yeah, definitely for for Elsinore. I mean, I would definitely add that 
First, everyone has a stringer on the boat. Um, it's a lot better, too, if everyone gets fish baskets uh, instead of stringers. Uh, they tend to let the fish live longer, especially for the bass and wiper. Um, but keep at it. That's, that's, I, I would say every year that we go there, you know, some, you know, some, some anglers, they fish till about 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, and then, you know, then they either come in or they're done. But a lot of times those tournament winners are out there from the fishing time to right before the weigh-in. I mean, how many times has, you know, Judith and, and, and Rick been running up to the weigh-in time because they took every, every ounce of time to fish there and would not give up and it's like seconds to go yeah with seconds to go yeah Yeah, i mean what's that go ahead run tell them every ounce of time every ounce every ounce of time yeah don't forget if you do (laughs) you know i was going to give you seven feet or six feet because you did such a nice job i saw the uh live instagram of you talking but you're back to eight <laughs> and if you do use the fish baskets, don't forget to tie the bottoms with a uh, some sort of <laughs> tying mechanism. Remember, uh, we had a couple anglers, Tim, yeah. Molina. Oh, um, go ahead and tie. And well, speak Mike up, Hall. speak up, and tell that one. Yeah. So, what do they do? They the drone goes by. To, to, they're so excited. They've got the biggest fish, maybe of the <laughs> tournament. There's, they're, they're, they've been fishing hard. It was hot, and man, they go to lift the cage up. The little fish basket, and sure enough, gone. It gone wasn't tied. It, it wasn't, wasn't tied, tied up. The bottom. And... <laughs> I'm not going to say whose fault that was, but uh, wasn't I mine. Might, I might be guilty. Uh, was you? that you, or was it Mike Hal? Didn't Mike Hal throw? It was my fish basket. Not that I, you know, I love you, Mike Hal, but that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they pulled up an empty basket. That was good. Oh wow. Okay, so uh, any recommendations? How would you fish it? Earthworm. Oh, for me? Yeah. Um, well, basically, if I'm going for tactics, I'm going to go straight to the back of the lake. Uh, I'm going to look for uh, for the, the heavy cover, heavy brush, and then turn the motor off. And how the guys have won it in the past, they actually literally use their oar to push over and get in those shallows because that's what those fish are. Go heavy, heavy, heavy on the sense, on the bite, on occasion for the cats. Soak your area, soak your baits, let it sit there and be patient. And nine times out of ten, it'll pay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. The um, what am I missing here? I just repeat the dates one more time. There, Tony. That's going to be uh, Friday, May nineteenth. The captain meeting. We have mm-hmm. the twentieth and the twenty-first. That's Saturday and Sunday. That's going to be the fishing event. All right, and then Ron will, you know, he'll take care of all the weigh-in. He's the master weigh-in master over there, and then uh, Tony and um, and Andrew, you know, back him up. All right, we'll get you guys all weighed in and have a great time. Okay. All right. Um, is there anything else on Lake Elsinore? Come on, I'm talking to you, Tony. Well, just that last time we, last time you, me, Ron, we were well. Ron caught the turtle on mm. two pound test. Pretty amazing catch. But he wouldn't and touch then, it. I had to, I had to grab it out. Well, that was well, a big that's turtle. Not true, I that was a bit. Tried to bite me. Yeah. And then we caught mid lake in the center. Remember, we caught that 13 pound uh, catfish. Well, I caught the one by the dock. Mm-hmm. And you caught catfish. the one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so there's there's a lot of fish in there. They've been stocking. But the funniest one of all was oh. the was the what I call the television star catfish. If you guys remember, we were all the way in the back of the lake by that 
water, that running water that was coming in. That's right. Okay. The, the and and um, John says, hey, we got to get a fish. Okay. So I, I put your uh, mech bite. The mac baits, right? Mac baits. I put one of those out, and I just tossed it out. It hit the bottom, and, and instantly, bam. like magic. And we're talking about it on camera. Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> tossed this out, and then all of a sudden, boom! When we get hit, it wasn't a monster, but it was worthy of uh, television. Cue okay. the catfish. Cue the catfish. That that was simply amazing. Okay, and um, the one thing that I'm kind of happy. Don't take this wrong. They're earthworm, but like Steve says too, you know, there won't be a bunch of yahoos shooting arrows. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Do you hear me, Andrew? And and you know what? I want to bring attention to this. On Thursday, Casey Anglers had their uh, monthly meeting in uh, Downey, and I actually drove up there to hear our very own Andrew Mack give a presentation on trout fishing. And not only did he talk about trout and the different um, uh, styles. In fact, Ron, he had your favorite Carolina rig set up. Okay, so we got a chance to see that. And he talked about the uh, different lengths. And that was kind of cool because I'm not a two-pound test type guy, but we're going to have to get with the program for next week. So um, that was kind of cool. And then you also talked about shooting arrows and I actually saw what it looks like and how there's a line tethered to your rod and reel and it pretty cool okay pretty cool um you know if you want to shoot arrows you shoot arrows okay I see that you've done it in salt water too so that's unique as well so well done earthworm you did a very very good job yeah thank you okay well, before before we're done with uh, <clears throat> with freshwater, I do want to cover one more spot uh, mm-hmm. before we get a break, and that's going to be Lake Amador. Uh, the reason why I want to talk about Lake Amador real quick is because this week, yes, there was a 17 and a half pounder caught or 17 pound hen out of Santa Ana River Lakes, but Lake Amador had their trophy stock of the year. They put fish between 12 to 18 pounds. That was the that was the normal. And then they had one cut bow that what the owner of the lake, he's pretty much calling anywhere from 24 to 25 pounds. Wow. Stopped, and there's one in there. All right. Well, listen, I've got about 30 seconds, so don't worry about it. We can cover it in the second hour, okay? We, when we come back, um, we'll talk, obviously, to the sheriff. He's up at 6 o'clock every time. He's already on, he's already on deck. I love it. All right, so, uh, and then we can finish that up because I want to make sure that everybody gets all the right tips to catch these fish and saltwaters begin to bite. So I want to cover that as well. Folks, you're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30K LAA. And thank you, Brad Sanders. He says Keith Moon did, in fact, say that about Led Zeppelin. We'll be right back. Let it be, let it be. Welcome back to our number two. With more fishing, more hunting, and more adventures on Angler Chronicles. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AMA 30 KLA. And this song means that the sheriff is here. You know what? <clears throat> Every week we just go on and go on, and 
It's the sheriff. It's the jig slinger. He doesn't need an introduction from me. Everybody knows this voice, and I would say the voice. So without any further ado, my dear friend, the, the, the CEO of Filmdom and Angler Chronicles, our lead producer, Mr. Danny Jackson. Good morning, sir. Hey, Sergio. Good morning to you, Serge and Steve Carson, Ron Hobbs, Tony, Andrew Mack. You got a you got a full house in there today, Sergio. So that's good. Yeah, it's excellent. That's a good thing. And I'm going to get to the show uh, for tomorrow real quick here. But um, yeah, I, I posted. You, you guys were talking about um, well several different lakes, and Irvine Lake has one of them. I, I, you know, Sergio, you and I worked up there for what seven or eight years, and mm-hmm. and uh, I was their videographer, the official videographer, did their stocking videos every week for I think seven years. But anyway, back in the day when we had boats, we had pontoons. You know, you could drive around the lake, not like it is today. You know, OC Parks is putting into all that, so we hope that'll change someday. But we'll have to wait and see. But you know, I've got a lot of photos of the, the big trout. We caught a lot of big trout there back in the day. And there's, I don't know what, I don't even know. Are they stocking now? Maybe Andrew, I guess they are stocking trout. But uh, I don't see a lot of big trout, you know, being posted by Andrew. Or I know Phil, uh, Phil Hillebrand fishes a lot. He's He's got the number on the catfish, oh, yeah. but he always has. And you know what, Team 57, fair. they knew that lake like the back of their hands, okay? Oh, Steve, yeah. Steve, uh, Team 57 made um, uh, Irvine Lake their home lake, and they were there every weekend. I mean, winter, summer, fall, they were always there. And um, a lot of friends. We have a lot of friends from those days, okay? I, I do miss yeah, it. Oh, yeah. I do miss it because even though it's open now, it's just not the same, and you can't get to the same idea. I mean, Danny, do you remember what you used to tell us? When we actually filmed a couple of nights, two or three nights we filmed, and um, you you would say something. Do you remember what well, you would say yeah, about the camera? We, we were fishing. <laughs> I do remember. We were fishing uh, some late nights there for catfish. You know, Don Spencer, Jack Lester went on some of those trips. But anyway... Um, the fishing would be so good, honestly, uh, 10 pounds minimum before I'd even pick up the camera because we had so many 10 pound plus, 20 pounds, 30 pounds. One night you captain. said if they're not over 20, I don't even, <laughs> I'm not even picking up the camera. Yeah. Because that, that was that was probably the night that uh, Don had three three fish in a row. He had three blues in a row in about 45 minutes that weighed 90 pounds between the three fish. Mm-hmm. and uh, Well, but then yeah, we, but we, anyway, broke, we broke the 40 and the 50-pound mark. I don't know if you remember. Uh, Don Spencer got one that was over 50. I got one that was over 40. And it was like, these were brutes. I mean, just simply brutes. And it was all, I mean, to, I remember the second time I went there, I brought saltwater rod and reel. Uh, it was not going to oh, yeah. be, it wasn't going to be six or eight-pound test anymore. Yeah. We weren't playing. Well, we you were... know, it, yeah, go ahead. in order to really do that seriously, you've got to have the boats, the pontoons, you know. Um, well, especially for me, it would be hard for me to even get around the lake on foot. But uh, as soon as they bring the boats back, if that's in my lifetime, I don't know <laughs> if it will be or not. But uh, I might uh, frequent Irvine Lake again. But I know 
you're, you're talking about Team 57. I I see Phil Hildebrandt's photos there all the time, and, and uh, he, he's got it down. He's really got it down. But anyway, Sergio, I haven't been out of Freedom Ball Club yet. Maybe in the next couple of weeks I will. We get some better weather and better fishing and and I don't know, are you going out there next week? I see you have a boat schedule. I don't know. If you're yeah, Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. It's totally an exploratory. I, I haven't been on that boat since a year. So, um, you know, I want to make sure that I get familiarized with the boat again. Because it's going to be a really, very really quick type thing. I've got a meeting that night, so it'll be just out, back, and uh, just get familiarized. But I'm definitely going to go to my little Jurassic Park and see. I'm going to start yeah. fishing two and four pound test um what do you think my odds are on two pound test for say a two three pound sand bass i i don't think they're they're very good Sergio. Okay. but i wish you well i well, wish you well i gotta try you know i know it's been well, done sure. i know it's been done so uh i'm not gonna fish it in a reef this will be hard bottom that way i have a shot at it Okay, and then yeah. if they don't bite me off or, or you know, or, or bust me off, I'm going to give it a shot. You know, I've got some new fishing syndicate rods coming in, so I'm looking forward to, um, you know, some trout rods. Tony, you're going to love this. And, Ron, if this happens, it's going to be my new thing. Two-pound test. I, I know of Marlon being caught on two-pound <clears throat> test. I notice Steve Carson's very quiet right now, but he's you got to be laughing at, at me, huh, Steve? Well, you know, you've got a chance, Sergio. A couple things, you, and you mentioned one on getting bitten off. That's very likely if you tie your lure or your bait, especially a bait, directly to two-pound test. But it's perfectly within the rules, both IGFA and just sort of just general angling ethics, to use a leader. You don't have to use a real heavy one for like you would use for bluefin tuna, but, you know, maybe 12-pound fluorocarbon, uh, three or four feet of it, uh, you'll still get plenty of bites on 12-pound fluorocarbon, and it will uh, combat the teeth. It won't combat the teeth of a barracuda or a shark, but it'll certainly combat the teeth of a calico or even a halibut. And uh, assuming, just like with trout fishing, only even more important, make sure your line is fresh, your knots are perfect, and that you've checked the inside of your guides to make sure there's new, no rough spots or cracks. And, um, and and you've certainly got a shot. One other thing when fishing, whether it be sand bass or calicos or, or almost anything in salt water with that light of line, if you can do it, keep the boat positioned directly above them so your line is straight up and down. Um, they can still get you in the structure if they really want to go to it, but if you're straight up and down on them, at least they won't uh, you know get you off at an angle and, and snag you on a lot more stuff. So you have a chance. Mm -hmm. I think you're catch some really nice fish. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. And I figure on the center console, I can take my time, <laughs> okay? Because nobody wants to see on a party boat somebody with super, super, super light line taking all the time. But anyway, yeah, that's, that's going to be the idea. I will be, like I said, on Freedom Boat Club. Um, the, the AC Sled 2, I think I'm going to be on, uh, which is yeah. that's my, my flagship, my personal one. You like the yeah, three. Yeah, you're... you're the you, Key West Center Console, beautiful boat, beautiful boat. And you like the Great electronic. Defiance, right? The 22-foot Defiance? Uh, that, that's my favorite, the Defiance, yeah. I, I really, the AC3. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I like I like the pilot house idea, wheelhouse, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, 
let's get uh, down to uh, business here for tomorrow. I want to bring back one of our fan favorites that you did last summer, Sergio, Battle of the Branches mm-hmm. out of San Diego. Uh, I've got a list of the boats here. I hope I get them all right. Ocean Odyssey, Jig Strike, Legend, <coughs> Excalibur, and Top Gun 80. And um, you've got uh, members of the armed forces and veterans from the Army, Navy, Marine Corps, Air Force, and Coast Guard. So tell us a little bit about that, Sergio, how it came about. And well, I got a, I got a call from, uh, he goes by A. Joe Charters on social media. Joe's a really uh, good guy. He's a veteran himself. And he said, hey, I want to film this. And it was supposed to be on one boat. And uh, first of all, we actually were invited by him. Ron, myself, and Ben Secrets went down there. And we actually volunteered, remember? No film, we just volunteered to take some vets out. And we actually sat, uh, a vet was assigned to us. You guys had, uh, each guy was in a wheelchair, okay? Do you remember the guy's names? Johnny Sandoval. Okay, and Billy William, I think was the other one. Okay, and... um, they had been in the Vietnam War, and then, you know they fished. They caught fish. It was really a fun time. And then he reached out to me and said, "Hey, do you want to do something uh, fun?" Okay, and I said, "Yeah." And so it was supposed to be on one boat. Next thing you know, we have five boats, all five branches. And so um, Joe is Army, so am I. So I went on the Army boat. Okay, I think it was the Legend we were on. Um, we had the, uh, let's see, the Ocean Odyssey was right next to us. So we had a, a really great time to celebrate our guys. Uh, it was a three-quarter day, just bragging rights. Um, it was really fun. And I can, uh, I don't want to spoil it for you, but if I was on the Army boat, guess which one won? Steve Carson? Well, the I'm Army not sure boat. that you can exactly take credit for it. No, yeah, I can't but, because that wasn't my fish. But yeah, we 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 won, we won. Yeah, and then I also I also thought it was it was very interesting. Um, even though my dad was, of course, in the army, I I don't have a, a big military background like you do. Um, I thought it was interesting how competitive the uh, the weigh-ins were between the different branches. Holy mackerel! Well, I, I guess that's the point. That's why he. That's why Joe did set it up the way he did. Mm-hmm. They are extremely competitive in between the different branches, and there was some, shall we say, lively discussion of of who won what and whose fish was. The I forgot you were on the boat with me. Oh, well, thanks a lot, Sergio. For a second, you know, I just I just went <laughs> blank. I went blank. Oh, sorry. That, sorry. That's, that's okay. That's okay. I'm not hurt too much. Um, also, <laughs> also last last week. Last Saturday, right after the show, Joe had a big fundraiser for Correct. that event mm-hmm. uh, out in Santee, and I was out there, met a lot of nice people, and uh, helped Joe a little bit, raised a little bit more money, and um, so it was pretty exciting. And, and also very gratifying that just the general public, who don't even, a lot of them don't even fish, uh, just kind of came out just to show support, so it was really cool. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and uh, the one thing I, w- I do want to say is it, it's not just veterans. Uh, this was uh, veterans, enlisted, current enlisted men and women, and also, and this was the one that the strings to my heart was we had uh, Gold Star families. In fact, we had one on the boat 
and I took the sun, and I said, let's go. In fact, I remember, remember, he had a, a big lock of hair. I mean, he had a big afro going, and he catches a barber pole. So I show him, and I said, I think this is a sign from God that you need a haircut. Because it was a barber pole, and we had some fun. Uh, it, yeah, <laughs> you remember? You probably you probably I remember, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it was uh, really really good. All right, Danny, that's going to be a great one. I guess it premieres uh, Sunday yeah. tomorrow morning at eight thirty in the morning. Correct? Yeah, and also if you miss Tuna War Seven, you'll get one last chance to see that tomorrow morning at eight a.m. All this, of course, Valley Sports West. And then 830, of course, Battle of the Branches. So that's it, Sergio. Great right, episode for this next week. So you All guys right. have a great week. You have yourself okay. a great weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, folks, you're listening, okay, to, you you're listening to Angels Radio, AM830 KLAA, Anger Chronicles. Radio. AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. Freedom Boat Club, Huntington Harbor, San Pedro, Redondo Beach, Marina Del Rey. Live a hassle-free boating experience, enjoying the very best sport fishing in all of Southern California. Center consoles, pilot houses, bow riders, duffies, and much more. Freedom Boat Club, from Ventura to San Diego, plus more than 350 locations worldwide. Call 657-339-2300. That's 657-339-2300. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Hi, I'm Captain Dave Marciano, and how would you like the freshest local New England seafood shipped to you overnight? No running around from store to store to find what you like. We have it here at AngelicaSeafoods.com. Everything from tuna, haddock, cod, clams, lobsters, scallops, we have it all. The finest seafood overnight to your door anywhere in the continental U.S. AngelicaSeafoods.com. Angels Radio, AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM at 30 KLAA. And I got a friend of mine calling in right now, none other than Mr. Dante. Okay, Dante, how you doing from Van Warmer Resorts? How are you, Dante? We're very, doing very well over here, yeah. Tell me, where are you? Start there. We, we are in Puyallup, Washington right now, doing the trade show up here. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we have till tomorrow. 
And uh, then we end up coming home after that on Monday. Yeah, we look forward to seeing uh, the entire gang at the PCS show. That's uh, Pacific Coast Sport Fishing. I believe it's March 2nd or 3rd it starts, right, Ron? And then we're we're, we're going to be there as well, and we really look forward to it. But, Dante, um, a little bird told me you're actually doing something new. You want to share with us what you're involved with? Yeah. Um, The Linrose Tournament of East Cape Classic, it's been going on for 33 years down there, and I've been a part of it for probably about 25 of them. And once we did the tournament this year, she came up to me and told me, I want to retire, and she handed the reins to me, which Mm -hmm. was like a shock. Um, You know, it's a beautiful thing. Anyway, so um, I'm in charge now and uh, wanted to let the listeners know what is going on and what's the, the, the tournament all involved with. It's basically, the tournament is fun. It's a five-day, four-night accommodation, three days fishing on a 28-foot cruiser, all meals included, ground transportations included, and your jackpots are all included. For instance, if you had four guys that come down, do the tournament, put you all in a cabana room, you share the boat, (coughs) $1,125 all done, all in. Wow. Um, So what the community does with this is she's all the pots, all the raffles, all the silent auctions, all the money that's generated goes to the town of Los Barrios. And that helps kids and all types of people that need medical attention. Uh, we, we had, we built, well, we actually, we bought buses for the kids to come to and come and go for school. Also, we, a playground. So anything that Los Barrios needs they come to us, which Eddie and Shannon are the keepers of the money, mm-hmm. and it gets dispersed out to where people in need. Right. And it's been going on for 33 years, and I'm proud to, you know, be a part of it, um, getting donations and, and uh, accurate is a big uh, razor for us as well. Um, the first place prizes and second and third all get 20 30 size accurate wheels and rods which is we're talking big money mm-hmm. and um i just want to let the listeners know like and oh the best thing of it all is when everybody comes in on wednesday they get to have a spe- very special meal done by me and okay, so let me stop you there because I want people to know what that actually means. When we did a trip, we brought Dave and Nancy Marciano. You That's said correct. one of the meals I want to cook it myself, and yeah. you made a meal. You're a chef. I mean, it was simply absolutely yeah. amazing, and uh, that's a big treat. So um, I highly recommend it. What I'd like to do. Uh, what, what's the date of this, Dante? The actual date of the tournament is October 11th to the 15th. Okay, 11th to the 15th. So what? I'd like to ask you a favor. You know, maybe once a month, give us a call and just remind our listeners about this. Where would they go to sign up or gather more information? 
they would call me at area code 661-204-2133. Okay. And I'll now, give you all the information or I have to, you know. Do you have anything you that we, is there, is there anything that we could, or you can send me a bunch of information and we'll just post something on social media. A lot of our listeners are, you know, follow us on social media and it'd be a lot easier to get the information out that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. no problem. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, listen, I know you're in Washington. Is it cold up there? Oh, yeah. It's very cold. Like Right now, I think it's about 25 degrees up there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, that's what I'm, I'm expecting next uh, weekend. We're going to be at Palmdale, Finn and Feather, at you know, the crack of dawn. That's going to be uh, oh, that's like, cold. I can throw a rock from my house from there. Oh, okay. If you're back in town, come and see me. We'll be filming at Palmdale, Finn and Feather. Okay, All give right. me a buzz. You got my number. So anyway, so yeah. um, I, I love the idea. Congratulations on taking over this tournament. What is the actual name of the tournament? It's Lynn Rose Tours East Cape Classic. East Cape Classic. Okay, I've heard that that before, and it benefits the local community, which is unbelievable. I know some right. of that money gets spilled over to the <laughs> shoes that we do. Um, every oh, yeah, year. the shoe giveaway? Absolutely, yeah. And I think, uh, now you took it over, I think what we're going to do is in 2024, I think we might have to uh, fish it, Ron. We might have to go and compete in the, and uh, it won't be the Lynn Rose anymore, it'll be the Dante's Classic. Yeah, I'm going to keep the name Lynn Rose. Uh, yeah, she, you she, should. She promised me. Yeah. But at least you get to come have my Italian meal again. Yeah, That's a good thing. I'll be all over it. <laughs> Dante, thank you so much. And again, just give me a call next month. Just keep us uh, in the loop of what's going on because as we get closer, I'm sure people are going to want to make some plans. And for that, Absolutely. that little bit of money includes your hotels, your stay, your fish. I mean, come on, that's a lot of a lot of uh, bargain. So you yeah, fishing the is. East Cape. All right, my friend. Dante, thank you. My best to Eddie and Shannon, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye, folks. That was Dante. Um, he's with Eddie Dalmel and Van Warmer Resorts and uh, just unbelievable people, and he really is a great chef. We, we got to enjoy that food with, like I said, Marciano and Ben, and um, let's see, all the Van Warmers were there, and um, Nancy, of course. It was, it was good. All right, so, Earthworm, um, I left you hanging. You wanted to cover a couple extra lakes. Go ahead and do that now. Yeah, definitely. So uh, you got Lake Amador. Uh, they, like I said, they they put in at 25. They're estimating at 24 to 25. I'm not going to say the exact weight until somebody catches and it's on a scale because you know we don't weigh we don't say it if we don't weigh it. Mm -hmm. So, but that fish is is going to be the biggest fish uh, uh, stocked uh, this or so far this season in uh, in California. So we'll see who catches it. They also put uh, they call it Amagolds, but it's their version of lightning trout. Uh, between 12 to 18 pounds went in, um, and and they 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 even say on the video, you know, these fish take around six and a half to seven years uh, to get that 15 to 18 pound range. Uh, to get something 25, it's probably in there around eight to nine. Mm -hmm. um, it just depends on on their diet, you know, big part. But it does take a, a long time to get this caliber of fish, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's it. I'm just uh, heading up fishing myself. That's why it sounded a little weird this morning. So where are you um, going? You know, today? getting my truck ready and all that. Uh, of course, Finn Feather. No. I got to go scope it out for next week. 
Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah, get it, get it all set up, and we'll be there next week. I uh, want to make sure we definitely put a herd on it. Okay, and um, looking forward to seeing you. And I, again, very good job this uh, th this Thursday, giving some great information. That that's really cool. Okay. Just yeah, definitely. It's kind of like my. Uh, it was, it was, thank you. It's kind of like my pre my pre uh, uh, practice for uh, the PCS show when I do uh, the seminars there on bow fishing. Um, you know, the first first of its kind. It's just you know, bow fishing is one of those things where once you do it, you love it. If you haven't done it yet, you're kind of like, nah, I don't I don't understand it. But it's so beneficial to lakes that have problems with these carp that you know that are definitely overpopulated and everything. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun too same time all right excellent thank you so much all right now i'm going to put a little bit can i put a little bit of salt on it or, or do we have to you have anything else you want to share oh no let's get salty with it okay let's get salty and i'm gonna go straight to mr steve carson hey steve you posted here recently uh where the department of fish and wildlife seeks input on pacific halibut fisheries it's a very very interesting article do you want to talk about it uh, no, other than I want to make sure I clarify, because this comes up every year, mm -hmm. what we catch in all of Southern California and a good portion of Northern California are not Pacific halibut. Correct. What we catch are California halibut, which ironically, Pacific halibut, which is exactly what they catch, you know, the giant monster 300, 400 pound barn doors up in Alaska. Those are Pacific halibut. They don't get quite that big in California, and, and where they are found in California, it's just the extreme northern part of the state. Mm -hmm. uh, California halibut are not even halibut. Okay. They're flounder. They're a member of the oh, flounder Oh, really? Family. So the California yeah. halibut, it's actually a flounder. Okay. Well, listen, hold on to that thought. I got. I can hear the music. We got to go here. This is Angels Radio, AMA 30K, LAA. This is Angler Chronicles, and we're right back with Mr. Steve Carson with the difference... I didn't even know it was a flounder. So we'll be right back. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa Salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. 
Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. Angels Radio, AM 30. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AMA 30, KLAA, this is Angler Chronicles. And no, this is not Ice Ice Baby. This is the David Bowie version, okay, under pressure. All right, let me um, let me bring it back here. Um, Want to share something with you, Steve, and you and I were talking about the four going out and catching a fish on two-pound test. The club rules apparently are not aligned with the IGFA, and they're saying that you can only use a leader that's double the line. Well, I'm going to make a confession. I don't care about catching a fish on four pound. I want to catch a fish on two pound. You and I had this conversation. I don't want to use a leader. I want to catch him on two pound because that will be the goal. Now, the chances are I'm going to land probably one in a hundred, but boy, if I land that one. It's funny, we did a, a seminar with Ben on Bay of LA uh, for SoCal Anglers on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday or Wednesday night? Anyway, um, we did the seminar, and you know, we're Bay of LA, and he goes, Oh, yeah, you got to start with 40 and 60. And they, they asked me, and I go, No, I'm using 12 and 20. But why you can get away with 40? Well, sometimes it's not about what you can get away with, but what you can actually get, okay? I'm not into um, horsing fishing, and no, I like the finesse fishing. And it forces me to finesse fish when I go lighter and lighter and lighter in line. The biggest bass that I can remember on light line probably has to be about eight or nine pounds on eight pound test. Back in the day, we used to use eight pound, and not eight pound floral, this is eight pound mono. And if I'm not mistaken, it was Andy Pink in those days, we were using Andy Pink. Um, we used to use that line that was the most inexpensive line that was around. I changed it almost every week. And I remember on my bass rods, okay, uh, Twilight's out of Davy's Locker, you know, on the freelance. And I think eight pounds with Norris, I caught one on eight pound test. So was it the record? I don't know. I wasn't looking at records, never do. It's all about can I do it? And we had been fishing lighter and lighter and lighter. I went as far as eight. And then I caught some really nice calico bass in, in Cedros on six-pound test. Uh, Mark Agashi and I got into a little little thing here going back and forth. We each had some six-pound tests. I don't know why, but we had it. We put it on, and it was, uh, it was on. Lost a lot of fish, but it was a lot of fun. So uh, for all the I, – I totally understand it can be no more than four, but let me assure you something. I'm not going to double up on the leader. It's going to be two-pound tests, and if it busts off, oh, well. I want to know that it can be done. You did – Tell me, um, Steve, you sent me the information on the record for Calico Bass on two-pound test? Yes. And did they have a leader? Yes, IGFA absolutely allows a leader. Um, uh, on that lighter line, it can only be six feet long, mm-hmm. but um, there's there's no restrictions. I mean, I, I hate, that's not what you're doing. What if you're fishing for sharks? What if you're fishing for wahoo? 
you know, you're well, going no, to have yeah, a little but, heavier leader. Right, and that, that's all. give you wire. Yeah, but for this particular club, okay, uh, in order to participate in these things, it does, it does double. But you know what? I'm not worried because I'm going to go straight two pounds. I'm not going to use any type of leader. I'm going to go straight two pounds. Because if not, to me, like I said, when you and I had this conversation, I go, that sounds like, like it's really not two pounds. And you say, well, brazen. no, it's not two. Two pounds has to be all the way to the hook, okay, or lower. So, and obviously, I'm going to have to try to use a lure with this because trying to use bait, if they swallow it, it's over. They'll just bite me off. So, yeah, I'm going to have to hook them just right. So, anyway, yeah, so two-pound test, I am allowed no more than four-pound leader, okay? And uh, it's double the main line. And it has to be you, less you, than ten you, feet. You should make, make sure you read the fine print in those in those rules. I mean, it certainly sounds to me like if it, what they were intending is for something like uh, the twenty pound line clash you can't use over a forty pound leader. Although, again, mm-hmm. when you're fishing for all kinds of different fish, lots of people fish marlin on twenty pound test. I don't want to say it's not that hard, but a lot of people have done it. Well, and I did it on TV. Eighty or hundred pound test leader, so. You might you might read deep into the uh, hey, Steve, into the, the bylaws. There. I was just in the East Cape. I caught two marlin, both of them on my bass rod. You see it with a little tiny three hundred, and I'm on twenty pound test. And the marlin were probably a hundred to one hundred and twenty pounds. Okay, it can be done. It can be done. It's just, do you have enough line and do you have the patience? And as long as there's no structure, you got a chance. Where I fish these sand bass. Yeah, there, there's nothing there. There, there's nothing. Okay, so it's hard bottom. If I can get him, I guess he just got to lead him towards you because if he wants to pull, he's gonna pull. So I, I'm gonna use a bigger reel and um, lighter rod. Uh, we have plenty of line because I fish these things in deep water. So anyway, it's a, it'll be a lot of fun. You tell me here if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that for a calico bass, the record is 511 on two-pound test. Two pound, yes, oh. and, and, and leaders are allowed mm-hmm. in those uh, lighter line classes. And then uh, the record on four-pound is 7-2. Okay, I haven't seen uh-huh. a, a seven-pound calico in quite a while. But, uh, yeah, I know where they are, though. But, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, a lot of fun. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Okay, so um, any other saltwater news that you guys want to get out? Well, there's one pretty exciting piece of news, and that is, and it's actually not not brand new. It's a, it's about a week old. Is that the Mexican commercial bluefin tuna fleet has already reached their annual quota? You know, and bluefin tuna being an international species that. A whole lot of countries got together, uh, created a set of pretty strict regulations, and for the most part, everybody seems to uh, to be obeying them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, at least you know, at least they have been. And uh, so the the Mexican fleet is done. They they they've gone home and they're they're fishing for some other species, some other place. The reports are from the Ranger Bank which is uh, a little over 200 miles from San Diego, a little above Cedros Island. That's kind of where the, the center of the action's been. And so if, the, if they're in the 200-mile range, all they have to do is move another 100 miles. Remember, in the old, old days, pre-2016, those fish used to go back to Japan. 
And now they don't do it. And so all they got to do is move about 100 miles, and they're in range of the day and a half lead out of San Diego. Um, now, once the body of the fish move across the, the border and they come into California waters, then California also has a commercial quota for the bluefin. It's not very big, but they, but they have one. And you'll see the, uh, the commercial fleet come out and catching bluefin. Hopefully it's as good as it was you know, for the Mexican fleet. And they'll catch their quota, and they'll be done, and they'll leave, and uh, it'll be sport fishing for the rest of the year. So right, well, I do have a very encouraging. Yeah, a, a little report. It's very unofficial, but uh, many of you saw that we had some pretty strong storms. Well, the Tanner and the Cortez uh, banks out there were going crazy. They were having uh, fifty to sixty foot waves out there and so a lot of the boats went out there with the jet skis pulled the surfers and you know a lot of the professionals were out there enjoying those big waves that do occur over there at the tanner and the cortez well while those boats are there a lot of the boats that took people uh took the surfers were actually fishing boats or fishing captains and they saw plenty of fish so there is some uh, variety, a variety of sizes, okay? They said they saw some 30-40s as well as could be 200-pound fish. So um, it's promising. It's promising. So let's just hope uh, we can get back on the water and back out there uh, once the, the weather has been up, okay? It has not been a very enjoyable thing. This week, I'm going out on Tuesday because I saw... I got three footers at 10 seconds. That's doable. Is it perfectly flat? No, but it's definitely doable, and I don't have a lot of wind, so um, it should be a pretty good uh, time. I, I'm hoping um, to go into the the shallower part to uh, fish um, the two-pound test. I'm thinking to myself, maybe 120 is too deep, okay, but 20 to 30 may not be. Okay, so I'm gonna, I gotta really fine tune what I want to do. So it'll be a lot of exploratory um, to find that one fish. You know what I'm saying, Steve? Well, yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, 120 is pretty deep to be fishing with two pound. Um, yeah. If you if you got some spots that are, uh, what did you say, 30, 40 feet or less than that? Less than that. I want to go 20. I, I think I've, I've actually got some spots where I could possibly pull up a bass in 10, 15 feet of water. Um, oh yeah, that, that, that was. <laughs> Uh, again, it's going to be a challenge no matter what you do. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, shallow well, th think about this, Newport Pipe. The Newport Pipe goes from seeing it all the way to, what is it, 100, almost 200 feet. Okay, a little over 200 feet, okay, the Newport Beach Pipe. So uh, there's areas I fished on that pipe around 25, 20, 25, 15. A lot of calicos. You're going to get a lot of 14, 15-inch. I just want to catch one, okay? I, the first one's going to be, can it be done? And then once it can be done, then I can start pushing the envelope, you know, to a bigger, bigger, and bigger size. So I just want to – I just – because I challenged these guys. I said, you know what? They talk about trout all day. I go, well, take your two-pound, bring it with you, get on the boat with me, let's go catch some mackerel, see how that feels, okay? Because the mackerel is crazy, right. all right? Uh, but then I started thinking, well, why not a bass, whether it be calico or, or sand bass? I know, the lot, there, I know an area right there, these are smaller fish, but they're a dime a dozen. You throw anything in the water, they're going to bite it. 
Okay, so it's just to get the feel on two-pound test would be a lot of fun. So I'm going to be practicing that this week. We're going to start this week trying that. So I will report back as I as I find it. Okay, is that good? Tony's looking at me all weird. I'm just thinking about my biggest fish I caught on two-pound test, and most of my fish are two-pound tests. I've had some great fish. What's your biggest trout on two-pound? 21 and a half pounds. On two-pound? On two-pound at Santa Ana. That's it. I caught a 13 and a half pound at Mountain Lakes, and uh, and then we caught that catfish, mm -hmm. uh, 13 pound catfish on two pound test. Okay, well the biggest catfish that I've ever caught at Irvine Lake, probably had been pushing 60. It was with you. Like 64, 60, maybe, yeah, 60 like plus, yeah. But that was on like 40 pound test. You know, I didn't. I didn't Super brave. Oh, it yeah. was 40 pound <laughs> leader and. Um, I'm probably a four-odd hook with a big chunk of the McBates, uh, mm -hmm. McBates, and dude, you know we we rested that thing and just put it out there, and, and that was good. Mm -hmm. And then on on the trout, I mean, it was 80 pound uh, uh, spider wire. Spider it, wire. That year, the sp like spider had just come out, and I go, wow, I'll just take this with. I put it on my. my uh, what's that? That's the brand I like. Oh, you spider. like? Yeah, I mean a spider. <laughs> no, I had a little Sitka reel, and they said bring that. So I loaded that with eighty pounds, took it down there, would tie the lures directly to. The, Someday we're the, gonna the, go back there, Serge. I want to check this place out. You know what? Yeah, I before I'm, I'm selling everything. I'm bringing everything over here. Sebastian mm -hmm. doesn't want to go to Argentina, and I'm like, ah, I'm getting older for that. And Rhonda wants to travel the United States so I'm going yeah so it might be time to start selling so before I sell we'll make a big trip okay um, go to the winery we'll get down to it's you're talking a 16 hour road trip from my my city of Mendoza oh. down to No Ken, but we'll go up in the Andes. You can't just you got, parachute in, just yeah, cut yeah. off a little bit. Actually, of time. you can't because the helicopters you don't have enough oh, the right. air's too thin up that's there. Right. So you got to go up there, and you, we will be up high in the elevation. Got to walk very slowly, not to run out of breath. But will you see an endless amount of water in the in the lakes? There's two lakes, and nobody around. There's not a wrapper. There's not a piece of paper. There's no plastic. There's no none. Nobody can get up there. It's on private land. So we don't, and our family, we don't let anybody up there except our family. Okay. And they're very, very, um, very good. All right. Um, what am I missing here? Uh, Carson, uh, let's get back to saltwater. The long range trips. Tell me. Well, actually, save it. We'll come for the next segment. But the long-range long trips are doing really well on very big yellowfin tuna. They're catching uh, wahoo and much, much more. All right, everybody, hang on tight. You're on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. 
And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 Freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action, causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. This is Pat McDonald, and it's time for the Bart Hall Family Fishing Shows, the ultimate celebration of boating, fishing, international travel, and tackle booths, plus dozens of daily seminars by experts. It's a full day of family fun with the fabulous flying dogs, the Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Shows, and more. Kids get in free, kids fish free. Don't miss it. February 16th through the 19th at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Feel the passion, share the passion. Presented by Progressive. Get details at hallshows.com. Angels Radio, AM 830. You need cool air, baby. Welcome back, everybody, on Angels Radio, AM 830, KLAA, the Chronicles, and Earthworm. Here's your last chance. Who is this? What did you say? Madonna. Madonna. Is really that close? Yeah, really close. Oh. Really close. All right. Back to ten feet <laughs> under now. That again was Led Zeppelin. Oh. And then I'm going to post this, and uh, I'm going to play a song right now. And if anybody could, I want you to wait until I give you the signal. If you can tell me why this song is significant for today, okay? So, uh, oh, here we go. Steve Carson. Why am I playing this? Well... No it's, way. I'm up and away by the, by the fifth dimension, but I, I don't know if today's a holiday or what. I don't know. Well, it's up, up and away, my beautiful balloon. Ron Hobbs, do you want to enlighten Steve? Well, I believe that China has decided to launch a balloon over the U.S. and uh, actually uh, over, okay. over Latin America as well. Yeah, it's, and you know what? Uh, Rib shot. I wasn't putting two and two together. I'm sorry. But two and two does. See, they're just looking for some fishing holes. Because you're thinking uh-huh. about adding a leader to my two pound test. Two and two, it comes to four. That would be legal, but I'm going to use straight two. But anyway, no. I, I, I'm thinking you you need to you need to petition the club to have like either double the pound test or you're allowed up to twelve pound test. That that just. Well, but here's the point, okay? I'm doing it to just for myself. But, you know, the club has these rules I'm going to go with. But here's the thing. If I have to do it on two or four-pound tests, they do too. And it does, it's not that easy. So you're saying that you cannot put a leader on? or if you, No, if you, you, can, you, you can put a leader double. up to, you know. I, I, so that would be six-pound. No, so if you're using two-pound, you can have a leader of four. Well, if you for, but but for okay. IGFA okay. up to ten pound test. All right, but okay. you can go straight two pound. 
that's what I want to do. Right. I, I think a leader is cheating. I Well, I think, yeah, well, I, it's not that. It's just that, boy, I wouldn't want to tie a knot. Yeah, you've got three yeah, knots yeah, versus I, two or one. Yeah, absolutely. I oh, I'm going to have knot one knot. Is... One knot straight to whatever lure. I, I already right. have in mind what kind of lure I'm going to use. Okay, because it's got to be big enough, okay, so that I'll bet you, you get a bigger bucks fish. You don't, bet, you don't catch a six-pounder. I don't catch a six pounder. I bet you a hundred bucks you don't bet it. You don't catch. You don't okay. catch on two uh, pound test. Ron, this is one did that you I can just go hear with. Now? I heard that? Okay, everybody heard this. Now realize I'm just this so is just making it current. Could you say without it be done. interest? Two pound without test. interest. Money right here. You owe table. me sixty four thousand four hundred and sixty four dollars. <laughs> Excluding of that, we're doing a new thing. I'm oh, getting, no, it's I not new. Getting back. This is another hundred dollars that you want to put to the kitty. Ron okay. says never poke the bear. I just want no, to see it. A done. sleeping bear. A sleeping bear. Right. Tell them what you tell them, no? Well, when you sit over here and you start, you start talking about, hey, you know, we're going to do this and this and this, and you don't show up. First of all, that's one <laughs> thing. But <laughs> don't poke the sleeping bear. That's just the, the, the problem. Is I actually do these crazy things. That would things. be an IGF. Okay, record, I mean, right? I, I mean, Ben Seekers was shaking his head. He goes, "Why are you using twelve pound tests on the on the Cabrilla?" And I go, "Because I know I can catch him on twenty and thirty. Can I catch him on 12? I'm always and hence, pushing. And hence the two-pound with trout. That's why we got excited when we used two-pound. Yeah, but I'm talking you fish that actually Right, no, pull. I understand. But you cannot horse them in, and that's mm. and that's that's why we do that. That's yeah. why we get excited. So you catch that calico on two-pound, I'll bet you you're keeping it. And check this out, Steve. See, this. tell, tell them what the, halibut, the California halibut record is. California Albert record on two-pound test is 22 pounds, wow. eight pounds. I mean, so that tells me well, that you could catch can. a sand bass. I mean, they got teeth. They, they, they're yeah, going to turn around. Gonna... It's got to be perfect, but it can be done. And, and I, the I right agree. Rod, the right I remember rod. you and I being in um, Mexico, and we caught some pretty big uh, um, barracuda, and we threw them away, and then we realized, oh. Oops. They were all records. Yeah, <laughs> that might have been a record. Oh. I have, uh, listen, I, I've, see, my biggest barracuda, and at the time, I think it's been beaten. Um, we waited, but one of those digital scales, so I can't be 100, it wasn't IGFA. We had gone to Catalina on the freelance with Norris, and this thing was so big. We haven't seen anything that big, and Norris says, you know, save that one when we get back. Is that the one they filleted? Yeah, <laughs> he goes, we'll, we'll get that when we get back in. Um, We'll have it wait at the Balboa Angling Club. They have us. All right. So somebody had a digital scale and it topped 15 pounds. Okay. And I was using either 12 or 15 pound tests at the time. All right. Now, at that particular time, I think it's been beaten since then, but it would have been. So we're going. We I stick it behind the um, the the board. Okay. So it's nice and flat and wet in a gunny sack. All perfect. Well, obviously we go, they do the jackpot, that's the biggest fish, they weigh the jackpot, and I thought they would just put it back underneath for me. Um, no. Okay, they thought, oh, Serge, you won the jackpot, so we're going to fillet the fish for you. And they brought me the fillets, and, you know, Norris and I just shook our head, and then when we got back, we realized that it was a world record. Another one, and this happened with Danny. Okay, Danny and Pam. Um, we were on the Triton, I want to think, or the or the Gale Force. And I know Danny's listening in, 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 in Florida. And we go out, and it was one of these lobster things. 
Okay, inside, and I go, you know what? You can, you guys can have my pole and all this. I, I just want to fish the wall at night, and I pull this big, huge grass bat, uh, rockfish, uh, huge. It had to be, uh, well, actually, we weighed it at six point six pounds, and then what I do? We took a picture and I released it, and that ended up being also a world record at the time. And I don't know how many times, but you know what? I don't fish for world records. I fish for myself. The only record that I wish I did own, and I'll be very honest here, maybe two, but one, one for sure would be the Calico Bass. Other than that, I have no interest. Okay? It'd be fun to own one, yeah. But if you said, which one do you want? It's a Calico Bass. But you're looking at a 15-pound Calico Bass. Okay, 14.8 is still the, the record. And I know where that record was caught and that now is an mlpa so okay so can't do that anymore all right so uh any other news ron we started fishing here kind of quickly okay and, and let me put this out and ron can answer i get a lot of emails right now a lot of messages about the schedule one in particular which i'm not going to name names that got kind of ugly with me about your website still shows I go guys it's still January and Ron actually why don't you explain why we put it up at that time okay so guys look at we, we put out 30 trips or more and out of those 30 trips you guys have no idea how many times the boats or even us uh oh we can't go that day so the schedule changes I've already made six changes in the last week because we added two boats, we added another boat. Another boat says, "Well, we got to move this from." Plus, August. we have trips in between. Yeah, we got trips in between, guys. I'll tell you what. I'll just go take the schedule down if that confuses you. I have no problem with that, but I just want to show that that's what we do every year. And uh, it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to keep putting it up there, <clears throat> and then having to go in and change it. It's just confusing so because all, then somebody. All... And we've had people mm -hmm. look at it, print it out, and that's what they use as the Bible. And they go out there and they show up and we're not there. Right, because right, it changed. So, Ron, the official list. It will go out the week before the PCS show. Mm -hmm. It's always either before when, when we do in the Fred Hall the week It's before. always the last week of February. Yeah, exactly. And okay. it's just that gives us. And right now, I'm going to tell you straight out. We have a complete schedule as of right now. And how many charters are we looking at this we year? We have 30. So we have and, 30 but boats. we're waiting for, if, if Cisco's comes back on board, then we're going to have 33. Okay, so, so there's still a few other boats, but for right now, we already have 30 boats. Among them, we have two, two and a half days, one on the El Dorado, one on the Oceanada. See, both those trips will be filmed, because everybody goes, well, which one are you filming? Well, those two are for sure. All the other ones are maybe. Well, we can the go Moral ahead Bay and give out. <clears throat> we can go ahead and give out the one in Morro Bay as well. We are going to film that one as well, mm -hmm. and but you got to call up there and book. Yeah, it. yeah, you got the. We'll give that information out. That one does not go through us. I do know it's limited load. We'll be on the Ranger eighty five, and um, I hear I hear that Ricky's going to be second ticket. It'll be a lot cool. of fun. Yeah. Okay, and that'll be shallow water rock fishing. It will be what do we say August. Uh, it's August 6th. Well, okay. okay, it's a two-limit day, a two-limit trip. So we right. leave at 10 a.m. 
on Sunday. Reverse day and a half. Reverse day and a half, and then we oh, come yeah. back at Monday night, but we do have two limits. And also, I know for a fact that we're going up there, what they call their Jurassic Park, uh-huh. and there are lean caught up there, 35 to 40 pounds. So and only this will a, be fun. 130 feet of water. Yeah, yes, 130 so, feet of water. Wow. I may try two-pound tests on one of <laughs> those. Know, actually, I was... They get the same thing, you know. Uh, so, and I know, I know, Paul will verify this, but I got the. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I was really tired, and I tied on two pound test and threw it out for a yellowtail. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you were thinking either. Okay, I wouldn't. I didn't say yellowtail. Uh, it was all quick. right. Well, listen. Um, it's been good. I know we only have a couple of minutes left. Hey, Lonnie, what did you say my time was? See if she can. Uh, she's busy. What? Uh, what's my time, Leilani? Okay, a little bit over a minute. So uh, my point being is this. I just posted something, and I said, you know, life is simple. Just go fishing. And uh, the time is coming, okay? Uh, It's upon us, at least if you're salty like me. Okay, freshwater has been full bore, and I hope everybody has listened and heard what uh, Tony and what Andrew have to say about our local lakes. There is plenty of fish, plenty of excitement. I'm just waiting another month until the largemouth uh, decide to play. I love fit playing with those guys. I love to go to San Vicente, and I'm going to try fin and feather. Never fish bass there. I have done it at Lake Elsinore. It's very productive. Caught a six-and-a-half-pounder one time. I should post that picture as well. As well. All right, so listen, uh, all good? All right. Um, Tony, thanks for coming in. You will be with me for Fin and Feather, won't you? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll be there. Saturday, I see, Sunday. Ron, you see, he just picks what he wants to do, and he always picks the cream. Well, wow. I, miss, I miss Google Boy. I miss our little tricks riding. You know what? You have to be here 10 Saturdays in a row before you can go. Deal. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, listen, everybody, have a great week. Be safe. We will be at Fin and Feather next week, and come on by and see us, all right? This is Angler Chronicles saying... See you next week. Well, folks, that's the show for this week. It's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.